sometimes I believe it is best to take the child's approach to life, which assumes no limitation at all. Children set out to do things without knowing that they are not supposed to be able to do them. Les Brown. Welcome to Finneytown Local School District's official podcast, the only place to listen to the in-depth stories from our students, staff, and community members. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, and welcome to the first episode of a new season for the Finneytown Wildcats official podcast. Again, I'm joined by my co-host, Mike Kennedy, and it's just us today. How are you, Mike? This is a little different. Usually we have other guests, but um, I think we did one, I want to say in the summer, that was like this. We're kicking off a new season. This is season three, isn't it? Season three. It's hard to believe. Hard to believe, and we felt it would be a good time for us to set the context for our listeners about this season, because it is going to be different compared to what we've done in the past based on what we've learned, and uh, I'm really excited for this one. So what is our theme for this season? For this season, our theme is I'm Possible, and that came from a podcast we did to close out season two over there at Finneytown Elementary, Satya Brown. You remember what she said? Um, yeah, I think I do remember. Let's, let's re-listen to that real quick. Let's give it a listen. Finneytown can do anything. Yes. That's right. Like, if, even if it's hard, it's still, it's, it's not impossible. The word itself says I'm possible. Hmm. That gives me chills just listening to that again. Every time. Yeah. It's really amazing. And so... When, when we were talking about how do we improve the podcast, we, we've, we've done two seasons. We didn't really think too deeply about how we wanted to organize or structure those seasons. But here we are, season three, and we are looking for a way to continue to build um, into a better, better product for our listeners. And it just seemed like her words there were just perfect for us to grab and use as the theme for season three. Yeah, I mean... It's got me excited because I'm possible. I think, you know, in general, we work in education um, for the audience members that are in different jobs. I think we always face those things are just like insurmountable and we kind of create those little barriers. Um, But when you look back and you think about it, like, yeah, anything is possible. And that theme of I'm possible, believing in yourself I think there's some stories right now I can think that are going on in real time around us here in Finneytown that I'm kind of excited to talk about. We've got some people in mind that we're going to invite for this season that I think will make all of us really smile and reflect on those stories of hope and possibilities. Because we always talk about possibilities, but do we really believe them or... Do we really see them? Because sometimes we got real foggy glasses. That's right. We don't look around and say, hey, that's going on because there's so many other things that we seem to focus on. But I'm excited to get into this theme. How does it strike you when you think I'm possible? It's it's just such a beautiful way. The way this whole theme came to be really made me think about the beauty of kids and their lack of self-doubt when when so young um and i mean she said that with such confidence and such belief in herself in finneytown 
it's just so amazing. And I know as adults, self-doubt starts creeping in with the various experiences we have throughout our lives. Um, when we fail, when people tell us we can't or shouldn't, um, we start to lose some of that belief in our own possibilities. And Satya's words there were just such a great reminder of what really is possible when we let go of past experiences that weren't so great. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to hear so many stories uh, in this season around this theme that really serve as evidence for the possibility in each of us. And we're going to focus on um, our graduates, I think. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that we'll be exclusive to our alumni, but uh, we're going to hear some great stories about how people from Finneytown who walked these hallways, uh, were in students in these buildings, mm -hmm. um, have really fulfilled the dreams they've had for themselves. Yeah, I mean, I just saw a student today come in <clears throat> while I was planning with Phil Farr, one of our teachers, and he was saying he was bragging, which was a good brag. Um, he said, you know, I'm on a full scholarship. And he immediately stopped and was like, I don't want that to sound like I'm bragging. I'm saying that because Finneytown did that for me. And I was like, wow, that's kind of cool. You know, it was possible for him to do that through the relationships and experiences he'd had here with teachers. And so, I mean, we're talking about alumni and that's what gets me excited because all these alumni that I had as a band director and as a teacher here, I'm starting to see them as adults and they're doing some pretty amazing things. And you kind of light up like I light up thinking about it because you see them as a kid and you see um, who they are then and, and you see all this potential and all these gifts and now they're adults, you see them using those gifts. It's, there's something in you that get ex gets excited about that. And we're going to have a chance to talk to them about those stories. Yeah, and you hear it all the time. Teachers will say, oh, the best is when kids come back and get to talk to them and see how they're doing. But there is this awesome wow factor. And as teachers, we, we have this amazing privilege, especially at a secondary campus, when some, sometimes we're able to form relationships with kids when they're sixth or seventh graders and then we get to spend five, six, seven years sometimes with kids and watch them grow. And that's, that's, a, that's a lot of time to yeah. build a relationship. But then graduation happens, and suddenly that time that we see kids on a day-to-day -day basis is gone. And it's a good thing. We're happy they graduated. We wish them well. That's why we're here. Yeah. But then when they come back... For, like we sometimes we don't see those students for three, four, five, six, ten years. Yeah. But when we see them, it's like all this time has elapsed, and suddenly we've gone from seeing them as a kid to a highly functioning, very successful, driven adult, and it's just this awesome moment. Like, wow, mm -hmm. look at you, and it's just the pride yeah. you feel. And, and you're reminded about how amazing they were as kids, too. Absolutely. You know, um, no kid's perfect. I wasn't perfect as a kid. But you, you look through the lens of, wow, I remember that. You talk just like that. I remember that story that we have together about that band season when it rained, and we have this in common. And I remember when you were in that math class, and you had, you know, all these different stories we have to share. And then that's connected to, like, what their stories are now. And you kind of smile, like you said, you reflect. We want them to graduate, but when they come back, there's something about like 
still picking up exactly where you left off when they left your class or when they graduated. You know what I'm saying? Like they walk the stage, they get the diploma, but you see them again, you're able to pick up right there with who they are and you know them still. And you see everything they're doing and you get to know their life now. There's, it's crazy just how those commonalities are there. And you see, you see how they've grown, how they've really matured, and they've become who, more of who they are. But you also see a part of who they were to begin with that you saw something special. I don't know. Does that make sense? It does. It, it really is a special feeling that we get in education. And, and the cool thing is, you know, you like I know I've done a great or I did do a great job and the student too, because it takes two mm-hmm. to build a relationship. But you know that the relationship was good when a student comes back after graduating and there's no awkwardness, like you said, picking right back yes. up. And, and that's, that feels good. Yeah. Just that, that care and trust mm-hmm. seems to have lasted yeah. over time, even when you were apart. You know, another cool thing, I, I, this is going all over the place, but this is a really cool story. I've seen parents of the alumni coming into our schools now and working alongside our kids um, that I had as band parents. And it's like the same situation where you pick up right where they are and you see them interacting with kids. Like uh, Carol Gates comes to mind, Mm -hmm. a parent volunteer. She comes into FE and works with kids and helps them. And just like seeing her, it was like I just like picked right up where we were and I was like thinking, I was watching her interact with kids. I was like, wow, like... What you're coming in, sharing your gifts with kids, like it really is a community. And I see uh, Ron Hartman's working in the schools, and like mm-hmm. you see different parents coming in. And I guess what I'm saying is like the community of like picking right back off and really knowing somebody. That's been Finneytown for me from the beginning. Is real. I really know the people that come through these doors, parents, mm-hmm. the the students, the teachers. And uh, that's why I think anything is possible here. Of course, I'm biased. I mean, this is what I know. A student taught here. You've been here since you coached freshman basketball, right? Yeah. Wasn't it freshman basketball you started? That's how I started. Yeah. So, like, I think our history is deep. So, of course, we're, we're pro Finneytown. We love Finneytown. But there is that part where, you know, um, I talk to other teachers or other friends of mine who are in the profession and... I do think there's a little bit of uniqueness to us in that fact that we really do have a tight-knit community where we really know each other. And that, that, that experience goes beyond. I've had students that uh, have come back to me and, and you know, they know I'm into dogs, so like they'll bring me their dog and we'll hang out and just different interactions, different things. You see them on the street or whatever. And I think it's that um, comfortability. You said comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I think Finneytown does that, where it provides that space where you just feel comfortable with each other. I agree. It, it's important to the people of Finneytown to get to know one another. And, and the result is long-lasting relationships over time. And so uh, I'm excited to highlight it on this season with the stories we'll hear from our guests. Mm-hmm. And so, right, we're picking up, hopefully, um, where we left off from season two, but doing it a little bit better, having learned some things. So, Mike, we've, you know, this idea of a podcast started about a year and a half, two years ago. You, you uh, 
pushed me and us to like, hey, let's just do it. We may not know exactly what we're doing. We may have never done it before, but let's just give it a shot and take a risk. And here we are now talking about season three. That's pretty exciting. So yeah. what is, uh, you know, on this journey together, what has surprised you or been of most value to you along the way of you building know, this thing? Okay, this is behind the scenes. Let's go. This will be cool. So for me, it's the people's reaction when they walk into the studio. Now, I know that we haven't, you guys haven't really seen the studio necessarily, but when you walk in and you sit down and you put the headphones on, everybody thinks they're like an alternate universe. Yeah. You have these headphones. It feels different. It does. And when you get done with the podcast, you take it off, you feel like you went into another universe. I I don't know how to explain it other than it's like an out-of-body experience. Yeah. But the behind the scenes part is for me, the experience of talking to people and how like giddy they are to come in and share their stories is kind of there's like an energy. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's that's something I don't think I expected when I started this journey. I didn't either. And I do think it speaks to the room and, and the way we've evolved a little bit with the questions. But yeah, when we're done and you take the headphones off, mm-hmm. it's like everyone just, uh, I don't know, I can compare it to sports or something, but it's like when a game's over and mm-hmm. you, you recap the game real quick and it feels good because you all did it together. That's how it feels after a podcast. Right. It is a cool feeling. But the, the thing that has struck me about the podcast is how um, how much learning went into it between the two of us yeah. and reflection and how much that's paid off beyond the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so just some background to the podcast, we... Like, it's been piecemeal over time. I mean, we started over in the conference room of the board office. We didn't have a space. <laughs> True, and I forgot we were, days. Right? We <laughs> were carrying around the equipment and buckets. We didn't have all the equipment we needed. And over time, um, you know, we put it together. We painted this room first uh, a very ugly green <laughs> yeah, that I thought sure. was black. <laughs> uh, then we got black paint and corrected that mistake on my end. Mm-hmm. Then the sound panels went up on the walls, and then we uh, we improved the layout of the room and the furniture. Mm-hmm. And so now it truly is an inviting space, and it does feel like you are in a real studio. And I do think the guests and the students appreciate mm-hmm. it very much. Well, you say students. Like, the students use this podcast studio. Too. Yeah, they absolutely like, do. There is a podcast on Thursday they record mm-hmm. for their their class and their classmates, and that's here. So, like, I think that's been something that's evolved. You talk about evolving. Yep. That all happened with planning. It did. And conversation. And I know our, our, another thing that I'm proud of us for is you and I, we can, we can be long-winded at times <laughs> when it comes to the things we're passionate about, but True. our first podcasts were anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes, and we realized that not many people uh, take a 45-minute commute to work, so we need True. to trim that down, and yep. so we've worked to make the podcast meaningful but also consumable yeah. in, in a shorter amount of time. Yeah, We've also worked on our questions and the tone mm-hmm. of the uh, of the podcast to be less formal and more conversational. Yeah, story. Yeah, getting stories. That that's, that was a key shift for us, I think, and you brought that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get a story uh, pulled out through our questions. Yeah. 
also looking to create somewhat of a story arc through our questions. Yeah. So those have all been exciting things for me. They have been. And I mean, the other part of it is people come to us and talk about, oh, I heard that on the podcast. Yeah. Or I heard this person, like today I was in a fourth grade class and Satya Brown, where you heard that quote, she said, hey, I got a shout shout out on social media from that podcast. And I was like, huh? She's like, yeah, yeah. Somebody mentioned that they heard my voice on the podcast and I said, I'm possible on social media and that they love that. That is so cool. Isn't that cool that that student had that moment of fame, sort of say? Yeah. Or just spotlight. I don't know if that's the right word, but that they felt important, that they know they mattered. That happened because of that story she shared and that happened from that conversation. And I don't know. It's just those things that we've learned because we're able to like harvest those stories, which I think is the best way to put it. We're this, hopefully people listen to this 15 years from now, right? They'll pull it up from the depths of the archives, right? (laughs) And maybe re-listen to some of these stories. They're interesting. I think so too. You talk about the connection to Ryan Richmond. He's getting his master's and he was in a class at Xavier and one of his classmates asked, um, if he taught at Finneytown, he said, yeah. And he said, oh, can you put me in touch with Lauren Henline? I heard her on the Finneytown podcast talk about restorative practices, and I would like to interview her for my research paper. Mm-hmm. And so there are people listening and interested in Finneytown even beyond the uh, the borders of the community. So it's it's cool. That you know, I never cool. thought that'd be something we'd get feedback on, but... Um, mm-hmm. It's been a, it's been a wild ride, but I'm excited to uh, continue to build it. And one way that we're trying to make it better is by theming out a season. So first season was just pretty random mm-hmm. as to who we would invite and what we would talk about. Same with season two. Right. Um, even you know, uh, all those conversations were great. But trying to organize the podcast a little bit better so that our listeners have a sense of you know, what they can expect for the next few episodes is, is pretty cool. Yeah. And then also adding, uh, bringing Jen Dinan in as a partner who mm-hmm. um, finds a quote for us. Mm-hmm. And so... Not just that. She listens to us. She gives us honest feedback. We have listeners that give us honest feedback, which helps. It does. Like that has really helped us, her and other folks that listen consistently talk to us and say, hey, what do you think about this? And we're like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. We'll steal that. Right. <laughs> you know, and that, that, I think it's a, that, that community thing we're talking about happens with just this podcast. Absolutely. Where the feedback, and that's greatly helpful, and we appreciate that. Yeah, so the way it works is we will record, Mike and I record with a guest or guest, and then we take that raw audio file, um, upload it, Mike edits, and while he's working on the editing, Jen will listen to the raw audio, and she'll think deeply about the conversation, and she tries to identify what's the core theme from that emerged from the conversation, mm-hmm. and then she we'll try to find a quote that best captures the essence of the podcast. And then we bring her in and she records the, her, herself rec- uh, reading the quote. Yeah. And that's what we put at the front. We have Jaleesia McMullen, a board member now doing a closing for us. Yeah. Um, so it's really been built over time mm-hmm. and I can't wait to get season three underway. Yeah. I want to say this too. I think, I think this is something for the listeners to 
maybe experience through what I'm telling you, is that the people who come on this podcast always leave learning something about themselves and whoever else is on that podcast. And so the opportunity that this podcast, we've been fortunate. I mean, I say that very humbly. Like we've been fortunate to to have this podcast as a Mm -hmm. district. But the value has brought to the teachers and community members and students who have come in here and had a conversation. It's given an opportunity for them to reflect on themselves and what they're doing and learn a lot about themselves. And I think we those stories that they discover and those gifts they're discovering about themselves, I mean, we can't measure what impact that has on our students in the classroom and on our teachers. And I've seen it firsthand really ignite some things that teachers are doing around here that have been on this podcast. And I think that's pretty cool. I completely agree. And I think uh, when people hear the stories of our staff and our students and community members, um, it just helps continue to build pride Mm -hmm. in Finneytown. I mean, there's so much good. We could do a podcast every day. And uh, still wouldn't be able to capture all the great things that are happening. So, yeah, it's a pretty like you said, it's a privilege to be able to do this and be able to to share those stories. Yeah. Well, here we go, season three, and I I know we talked about how we worked hard to bring the time of the podcast down. I feel like we might be going over what yeah. we just talked about. Well, but about to check the clock, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here here we are on the brink of season three. I'm possible is the theme bringing in guests to share their story. Uh, probably have a lot of alumni here. What do you feel is possible for us, Mike, and this podcast as, as we move into the future here? Mm, that's a good question. Well, first of all, I think it's possible for us to allow a greater audience to come in I think we're, you know, we've got a lot, a lot of alumni all over the place, not just in Ohio, but other places. But we also have an opportunity for community members mm-hmm. that have different backgrounds, different things. I think we're going to, there's going to be some interesting stories that come in from the community members who are maybe not voices that we necessarily know or hear all the time. And I think those stories and, and those experiences that we're going to have with our listeners hearing those stories is going to be pretty cool. I think that's going to be something that I'm looking forward to as a possibility. I completely agree. And I, I, I think I think the opportunity to connect the past to the present mm. is what excites me most. And um, I know some of our guests that we intend to bring on mm-hmm. haven't been back in the building since they've graduated. Yeah. So for them to return and to feel the space again and the energy mm-hmm. will be exciting uh, for us and I believe for them as guests. And then I think for us, Mike, you know, I think the lessons we learned through the conversations and through planning this and hosting this will will benefit us in the meetings we have and in the spaces we occupy even outside of the podcast. You yeah. know, there's always something to learn from this that can apply else that we can apply elsewhere. So um, I'm excited for that. Not to mention, we've talked about a video podcast. 
I think oh. that potential is knocking at the door. Okay. So um, for us to be able to provide our listeners with the opportunity to be viewers and listeners, to see smiles and put a face to the voice and see... Um, so stay tuned, right? The body language. Yeah. That's, check, out, check out YouTube. We might... There might be something on there, right? We might be dropping uh, a video form of the podcast. Yeah. And you know what? Another thing we have is we have, we do have the ability to like do phone calls during a podcast. We have that Bluetooth capability. So I I do want to try that yeah. and see how that goes. That might get wild, guys. So, <laughs> right? But uh, yeah. I think we could uh, do something that would be uh, fun for our listeners with that yeah. capability. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Well... Eric, I'm excited. Close this out. Well, uh, I'm possible starts now. This is somewhat of a preview for that uh, season. Episode two will feature our first guest of season three. That'll be Kayla Herring. She's coming back uh, to share her story and what she's up to now and couldn't be more excited to sit down and, and have that conversation with her. But for all the listeners out there, we do appreciate you coming back for another season with us. We promise to continue building this thing into the best podcast we can make it. And uh, as always, keep listening. Finneytown has a lot of stories to share, and you'll hear them here on the podcast. And now, a quick message from our board member, Jaleesa McMullen. Finneytown is a place that truly thrives. We look beyond our students' differences and allow this to introduce new perspectives and experiences to our lives. It's a place where we value student voice and presence. Our teachers, staff, and parents work together to create an inclusive school culture where all students can feel safe to learn and gain the knowledge they need to excel throughout life. It's a place where we are better together. We grow, we live, we thrive. We are Fennytown. Let's go Wildcats.